everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, that's NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And it's quick stuff. Oh, are you doing it? Are you doing it? Hold on. Hold on, let me get up close. Hold on. Hold on. I can hear you doing it. I can hear you doing it, you dirty devil. This is um, quick snaps. This is the 10 minutes. It might be even quicker. Uh, I say that now and the show will be 55 minutes long. This may even be quicker because I just thought I'd jump on and give a really quick um, synopsis. Um, I got a message in from Dave asking, is quick snapage for your big bookage? Um, the tagline, it isn't Dave. It is not. Absolutely not. Um, look, I cannot stress the importance of this game. Also, also, I cannot stress the sheer annoyance and obnoxiousness that is the Lions fan base. Again, you cannot you cannot paint them all with the same brush. Absolutely. But I must say, for a fan base who are wearing paper bags on their heads, uh, they're very chirpy. Very chirpy. And I like a bit of banter. And I've been putting out loads of videos and stuff, just slagging off all the teams and just just some fr- just just some friendly banter. But then they have to uh, they have to get all personal with it. Everyone has one of those friends, don't they? Where He'll say, oh, uh, you look like you're, you've are you got up late or something. And then they'll go, yeah, well, you're impotent. And you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and that's how I see um, the Lions fan base. I wouldn't mind, right? Uh, Dan Campbell, their coach, is is mega cringe. This whole super manly stuff. But all of that aside, right? And that's my hard-hitting analysis. Is that I did say that when Jared Goff went to the Lions, is that they had a chance because I don't think he was as bad as they said he was and I was in fact I was on a Lions podcast saying as such and I was laughed at and uh, oh the the turn tables the table turns and so are the Lions a legit team Uh, well yeah well for us they've clobbered us the last uh, two years or whatever so last year it was a clean sweep and they've proven in their last game against the Falcons that they are doing things they they are going places where Green Bay cannot and that is Bijan Robinson looked like an absolute world beater and I still believe he is a fantastic talent completely nullified him Uh, 10 carries 33 33 yards for 3.3 average that's for all the people who are fond of the lack the lack of h's in the threes from an irishman um so their defense is legit their run defense is fantastic um so i know there's an awful lot of hullabaloo in this game about injuries and if we look at the injury report that the packers released christian watson is questionable but he's telling the locker room and apparently the worst kept secret ever that christian watson's going to be back but aaron jones is going to be back and we've looked at aj dillon's production or lack thereof um, in the last couple of games I don't know if you can place that firmly at AJ Dillon another criticism is that he's not being physical enough or he's not being patient enough for um, and then there's other analysis from people in the know that say look there's no you know there's no gaps for him there's no running lanes all of his yardage is hard yardage um, it's quite obvious though that AJ Dillon is no Aaron Jones but you'd ask yourself right but Aaron Jones coming back Oh great, the run game shall improve. But Detroit are legit and they, they've proven that they can shut us down. And if you add to that, is yay Aaron Jones is back. But David Bakhtiari's out, Elton Jenkins is out. So the left side of the line 
is it a bit of a shambles? Now, I believe Aaron Jones has the talent to overcome that because he's he's simply fantastic. I also have a lot of faith in um, Matt LaFleur uh, to do the business and to game plan it. I mean, it's not as if he doesn't have pre-warning. Uh, but that said, the Lions still march into Lambeau Field, hallowed Lambeau Field, uh, where we were 17 points down. And they come in as favourites. And there's a good reason for that. They're 2-1 and one on the season. And strangely, this is their first... Well, I suppose it's strange about the fact that this is the first division game. But strangely, the Packers are head of the division just because we've beaten the Bears, which is not something to sing from the rooftops about because the Bears are pure tragic. In fact, the Bears are so tragic that they are at Soldier Field and the Atlanta, uh, not the Atlanta Falcons, Jesus, um, the Broncos, the Broncos who got beaten 70 points to 20. Uh, and this is if you want to pull in I told you this would be 55 minutes uh, if you want to talk about sort of Packers uh, linkage if I may uh, Nathaniel Hackett I mean Sean Payton banged him under the bus Sean Payton the head coach of the Broncos banged Nathaniel Hackett the ex-head coach of the Broncos underneath the bus to say basically what everything he did last year was garbage and that that's what was wrong with the team well you know you've got McDaniels with the Dolphins absolutely smushing you into the ground um for 50 points in the differential and he was a ball boy for the um for the Broncos at one stage so absolute shambles and can you imagine a team that's got beaten by 50 points comes into your stadium and ends up as favorites absolute yuck but that's what I say the you know it cannot be understated just how important this game is because at the end of the day and we all we all know this I know you know this and you're nodding your head and saying, Steve, of course. Um, or you're saying, this is too simplistic, Steve. But obviously you have to win your division, and that's the key. So any division games are massive, and that's why there's all this hullabaloo about, you know, Bears rivalry, Lions rivalry. In fact, I'm doing a Packers history certificate with UWGB, and we I just literally got off the uh, lesson there, and they're talking about Packers-Bears rivalry. Just fantastic stuff. Um, but yeah, look, this is a this is a crunch game, especially because it's at home and we've got to go away to them. The Lions have had our number. They've absolutely had our number. As much as I slag off Dan Campbell about him ripping off kneecaps and, you know, drinking 17 coffees because he's just so manly, manly. Um, there's no getting around the fact that they've sucked it to the Packers and they've clobbered us. Uh, they've got weapons at running back, potentially coming back with Montgomery, who's made the switch over. And I, I read an article sort of previewing the game just to see what everyone else was saying. I never usually do that or go by whatever uh, people are saying. But I see one of the articles was like, you know, the Lions crowd said to him, what, what do you think about the, the, you know, this run defense, this good run defense you have? And he's like, run defense? I know nothing of the sort. Uh, I thought we were fantastic in the last game. Um, you know, we really focused in on it. Now, maybe because we didn't have to face B. John Robinson. Uh, but look, we're coming up against a pretty stout run defense in the Lions. So the fact that Aaron Jones is coming back. But a thing that isn't, I, I think, two things right one is christian watson coming back potentially from a hammy injury yes he was sensational down the stretch but it took him a while to get going last year i don't see why people are assuming he's going to come back and be a world beater now he can be and his speed is absolutely next level and i think that the only way to beat this lions team is to keep them honest because they're a good football team so it is to plenty of pre-snap motion which is great because that's what lafleur prides himself on uh, loads of trickery and end arounds and you know dump offs and all that kind of jazz um but you're going to have to trick the defense and cause them to commit 
And if you don't have a legit run game and they're really good at shutting that down, well, then you need to stretch the field. So you need to open it up in the middle or you need to run someone down the seam at a very high rate of knots. And luckily for us, Christian Watson is an expert at that. He's got out of this world speed. And that's exactly what we might need to stretch this uh, Lions defense. And I believe that's why Aaron Jones and Christian Watson, who believed they were ready to go last week, have been kind of held back for this game as such and are going to be put out there because this is such an important game. Um, because, you know, the, the Vikings, which could, I think, turn it around, the Bears are a lost cause, uh, all starting 0-3. You know, we get this brand new, spanking new, uh, shiny quarterback at the helm, I know he's been here for a couple of years, in Jordan Love, and he's trying to make his mark, and the season's kind of, you know, that comeback is amazing, otherwise we're 1-2, and two, so we're 2-1 and one on top of the division. And I just think that there's a guilt-edge chance here if we can edge the Lions to go on and do something special. It kind of takes a bit of that pressure off, especially because their opponents in the Bears and the Vikings are doing so poor. So that's where I think Watson comes in. And that's also where I think Aaron Jones comes in because whatever about if we can't get stuff going in the run game, you know, I, I think the play fakes and there's some there was some Oscar-worthy stuff in prior weeks there. And I think that Aaron Jones is an unbelievable receiver. And I think that you know, when you have a quarterback in Jordan Love who's trying to go through his uh, reads, all like Aaron Rodgers spoke about it, interceptions are key, don't throw them, and you're always in with a chance. And then do not underestimate the value of a check down, which is ironic coming from Aaron Rodgers who played hero ball into like triple coverage, but still. Um, and I think that's going to be the bread and butter for Jordan Love. So Aaron Jones coming back uh, brings so much to the table aside from, you know, just solely running. Um, I think a lot of the focus as well has been on Watson, but Dubs has played outstanding. Jaden Reed has been an absolute weapon. Um, and an honourable mention goes to Dontavian Wicks as well, who's done pretty well. So hopefully, you know, we'll have to see if Montgomery's back, but the receiving talent that the Lions have is spectacular. And I'm on Ross St. Brown as well. I mean, the guy averages crazy yardage in that game against the Falcons, uh, which the Lions won 20 points to six. He notched up nine receptions from 12 targets for 102 yards. So he's breaking the 100-yard marker. Um, and after something that kind of gouged us in that last game until the very end was the pass game, Chris Olave sort of ran through us. So look, the, the Lions have had our number for quite some time, so much so that they're coming into this game as favourites. So for the Packers to win this game, and I'd love to sort of say, oh, yeah, we're going to smash them. Um, maybe. But we'd be up against it. Uh, there's a reason why, you know, the bookies are, are kind of going against us in that regard. Uh, but look, you know what? This is their resurgence and I've waited a long time for it. And the, it's amazing to see the division so competitive. And look, they say that steel is forged in fire. So if we want to be a good football team, we need to come up against tough football teams. And that is the Detroit Lions. Do I think we win this game? Yeah, cause of course. You know, because what else are we doing? Uh, but is it going to be tough? You're goddamn right. And would I be surprised if we lost it? Not really, but don't tell anybody, okay? Anyway, this is the Quick Snaps episode. I did the um, Raz Drop, by the way. I'll throw it in at the end so no one can hear it. You know me, uh, master marketer. Uh, I did the Raz Draw and gave away an Aaron Jones mini helmet, a David Bakhtiari jersey, and also a signed pick as a guaranteed giveaway. If you want a piece of that action, and also... I'm doing that Lambo tour, all expenses paid trip draw as well. That's worth over two grand. I paid over two grand for that this year because uh, the person who won it ended up going into single occupancy. So I ended up paying more and throwing in some extras because it just, 
come on, that's what we do here at UK Packers. Leading the charge. No one else is going to drum up money on Patreon and then give it all away in a trip. But that's what we do. Uh, so if you want to get involved, go to patreon.com forward slash UK Packers. And also we're releasing more video. I'd love you to get behind it. I really would. So go to Instagram.com, go to YouTube.com forward slash UK Packers, search UK Packers. Um, and we're releasing stuff on Twitter and TikTok. Our following is pretty dismal, but I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to keep at it because like all the authors say, I do it for me, not for you. OK, this is for me. Uh, so that's the that's the story. Anyway, I've been at Steady NFL. We've been at UK Packers. It's going to be a late one. Thursday night football. And I'll finish with this. If you do not stay up for the game, it does not make you less of a Packers fan. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. People have jobs and kids and responsibilities and stuff like that. Go out and f- support and fan the way you want to fan. Uh, turn off Twitter. Uh, catch up on it the next day leave it till the weekend till you can get the kids out of the house to the playground or whatever for for an hour or two do you do what you gotta do anyway that's a public service announcement from uk packers and we'll be back for the post game review which likely won't be straight after the game who'll be getting here uh, but you'll have some nice listening for the weekend and then the packers have a bit of a longer week after the short one anyway peace <laughs>